Ignition sequence start. Standing by for solid rocket booster separation. Five, four, three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. All right, uh, liftoff and the clock has started. Yes, sir. Reading you loud and clear. New and exclusive. You're listening to Voyager. Discovery's four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle function. Now it's time for Voyager Radio. The very best of house, trance and progressive. A musical journey into infinity. With Suzanne Chesterton. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out another special episode of Voyager Radio this week. I'm back with one of the world's biggest songwriters and vocalist, Susanna, for part two of her Golden Discs. If you missed out on the show last week, Susanna's joined me for one of the flagship episodes of Voyager Radio, The Golden Discs, a project I've been working on in the background for a very long time now. So the idea behind the project is to bring together the world's greatest musicians to find out the 10 tracks they would choose in the history of music to represent humanity if they had to pick them to be blasted off into space on the Voyager Space Shuttle, a concept that's based on the actual Voyager missions of the 1970s, where as we speak, there's actual golden records with sounds of Earth sailing into infinity and outer space on Voyager 1 and 2. And if NASA's website is accurate, they're actually in the heliosphere, which is the bit of space outside our solar system and past Uranus. How crazy is that? So for those of you who missed the show last week, let's have a listen to the first five tracks that made it onto Susanna's top ten, starting with her own song with Omnia and the Blizzard. This is Closer. Welcome to Voyager Radio's Golden Discs. Difficult to be happy 
Suzanne Chesterton's Golden Discs. Tuned into a very special edition of Voyager Radio. This is part two of the Golden Discs, and I'm back in the studio with probably the biggest trans vocalist of all time, Susanna. We've just listened back to the five tracks that she chose on last week's show for her Golden Discs. So you've just heard in reverse order that was Beyonce Irreplaceable. Before that was Alanis Morissette with You Learn. Before that one was Anne Broom Changing Other Seasons. And before that was Tori Amos with Winter. And of course, we started with one of Susanna's own songs featuring Omnia and the Blizzard that was closer some incredible songs there Susanna so from last week I can't get the image of you sat in your parents car whilst you were on holiday in the Swiss Alps looking out of the window and listening to Tori Amos and Alanis Morissette it's very similar to my own childhood Um, do you think that the impact of a track or an artist releasing music nowadays is somewhat diluted you know with all the music that's available 24 7 on youtube and itunes is it is it possible do you think to have you know the same impact i do think maybe nowadays it's easier for people to discover music that is more in a niche because back in the day i guess you know most people discovered music through mainstream radio um I can't even remember how I discovered Tori Amos, to be honest. Um, But nowadays with Spotify and just the internet, I think the internet makes it possible. Like look at, for example, YouTube and you have all these channels about the most varied topics. You can find that on the internet. You can find people who have the same, who share that same interest in a certain animal or a cartoon or makeup or drag queens or whatever you can find your tribe on the internet <laughs> and I think that works the same with music it's much easier to discover um, music that is not maybe not mainstream absolutely so we're going to move on now to um, an artist I'm not even sure how to pronounce her name to be honest could you uh, so we're going back let me see, is it 1997 with the next one? Uh, it's called Nobody's Wife. Who's the artist? Anouk. 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 Pronounced like that. Yeah, she's Dutch. It's a Dutch, uh, she's a Dutch um, artist. One of the most famous female artists of the Netherlands. Um, and 1997, I was in high school. That was at the peak I guess of my rock chick uh, days and and she's like a real like a pure rock chick she still is to this day um, and all at the time back then a lot of people compared me to her because I started I was perf- um, the lead singer in a rock band and we were performing a lot uh, locally and yeah people just started comparing me in a way to to her I guess also because of the way she sings um, nobody's wife also has a lot of those full-on powerful um, vocals and um, yeah she really inspired me because she's if I think back to that time I don't think there were that many female Dutch female artists doing what what she did so she really stood out and I just loved her and still do her love her music and her songwriting this is Anouk with Nobody's Wife Golden Disc Special only on Voyager Radio
Suzanne Chesterton's Golden Discs. So that was a nook with nobody's wife all the way back to 1997 with that one. What a tune that is. I've never heard that one before, actually, and uh, I was just listening to it then. When I heard this earlier, when you know, when I was getting the, the tracks ready for the show, I stopped everything and just sat and listened to this record. I just loved it. It reminds me, you know, of, of kind of growing up in the 90s and and my taste in music as well. It's, it's kind of almost reflected over the pond. Yeah, that could be that, you know, in like 97, that in that time, this was kind of the, you know, I think back then it was also like grunge music was very popular. So, you know, I guess maybe that's it. it, it it's the sound of a specific time in the 90s, I guess. Um, and and she also has in this song like this this attitude, of course, you know, this guy. So I was when I were, when we were just li- listening to it, I, I was kind of thinking, well, it could also be that I really liked it back then because I, you know, I was a teenager and you know, teenagers always have a little bit of a rebellious side to them. Um, and I guess that this song had that for me, the kind of rebellious, like no one is gonna tell me what to do, you know, I'm my own person, I'm nobody's wife, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh yeah, completely. That's exactly uh, my thoughts as well whilst listening to that. What? So so amazing, so amazing that piece of music. Right, so we're going to move on now to, I believe this is number seven, number seven. Um, so this one is from an artist that the trans community, if they've been following trans from a lot for a long time, they will have heard this artist. She's worked with the likes of Tiesto and she now, gosh, she, she produces her own radio show. She's got her own, own brand. Um, this is Jess with Ghost. Can you just tell us a little bit about this track? It's all the way from 2007, so we're moving on a little bit now. So could just just talk us through it. Well, I, you know, she's the first, I guess, the first vocalist um, that claimed the spotlight for herself and managed to launch a successful solo career um, off of the back of her hit with. Um, Motorcycle as the rush comes because Motorcycle was a band and she was part of that band but then she went on and to, to become very successful as a solo artist and I think she was one of the first female artists in dance slash trans music I mean correct me if I'm wrong I don't my knowledge of music history isn't that good but um, for me let's put it that way for me she was the first one that actually released a whole album um, and um, I just love Ghost is my favorite track of that album. Suzanne Chesterton's Golden Discs Yeah. 
And that was Ghost from 2007 by Jess. And just listening back to uh, that then, that's very symbolic of a lot of Jess's early work as well. If you listen to some of the Tiesto, com- uh, the Tiesto artist album that she's on, a very, very similar style. And, and you were just saying as well, Susanna, that, you know, with as the rush comes with, with motorcycles, she'd just come from that group. Listening back, could you, is there anything that you could hear in the track? Yeah, there's this, this atmospheric, kind of dark moody thing to it um, I think that that's why I really loved go- of love the track Ghost yeah and it also just brings back to me that I even though I have a lot of uplifting releases and I love that as well um, initially my love for trans music came through more the progressive um, sounds um, and I think that's kind of reflected in this in this track as well. So we're going to move on now to something that I actually, do you know what? It was quite hard to get hold of this track because it's only on. Um, so it's it's by an artist called Nadia Ali, as you know, and it's on an album called Queen of Clubs Trilogy. And this particular mix that you've chosen, the Gareth Emery mix of, of Rapture, is only available as an album, so we had to purchase the album to actually get it onto the show. Um, so the first question I want to ask you is, why the Gareth Emery remix? Because I couldn't find the, you know, I feel there are so many different versions and mixes of this track, and I look tried to find the one that I was looking for, but I don't know exactly if it's like an Armin van Buren edit or because the original, original Rapture um, from IO is, um, I felt um, that's not exactly the mix I'm looking for. That's the downside sometimes with electronic music (laughs) that you have all these mixes and you're not really sure which one you're listening to. But, and that's also, I think, an indication of how timeless this Rapture is because so many artists have done mixes for it and um, it was just like I think it's really a dance music classic and whenever um, you hear the first few lines I'm just like oh my god that's Rapture and I just get all excited already about hearing it um, I also recently heard uh, Menno de Jong play a mix I don't know if it was his mix or uh, at one of his events and, and that was like one of the highlights of the night for me so um, yeah it, there is just something about that vocal um, and it was like a worldwide hit so that really put uh, it was as as IO but that really put Nadia Ali on the map as well I sure. think and um, so I mean a lot of people will have heard that that Ayo was behind Rapture. Could you just explain the link with Nadia Ali and Rapture? Um, yeah, I think Ayo is three people: Nadia Ali, um, Sultan, and Nat Shepard, or something. Um, so she was basically the lead vocalist, and they the, they were the producers. So they were like a band as well, I guess, kind of similar to Motorcycle, um, and. Um, but then later on she went on uh, to do her own thing and, and have a very successful solo career and I actually toured with uh, her at the Armin Only Mirage tour. She was one of the artists on the tour. Um, absolute pro, you know, I, th- I thought she was uh, and such a sweet person and very funny. She's very, very funny. <laughs> she would always make us all laugh um, backstage. So I have good memories of, of um, touring with her. Okay then, for your eighth song, this is Nadia Ali with Rapture in the Gareth Emery remix. This is The Golden Discs on Voyager Radio. Amore, don't you? 
Chesterton's Golden Discs. I could listen to that one all night from Nadia Ali. That was Rapture in the Gareth Emery remix. What a tune that is, Susanna. Great choice. Yeah, it's an amazing remix. Even though I didn't find the exact version I was looking for, I was like, this will do as well. It's 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 awesome. Absolutely amazing. What out of interest, what do you think um, aliens would think if they heard this? Just a random so they found our spaceship that we're traveling in now and they unearthed the golden discs and the first track they put on was Rapture what 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 do you think their uh, impressions would be of us I think their minds if they have minds would be blown <laughs> like it's kind of hard to know we don't know what we're dealing with you know um can they even hear but um you know have they do they have hearing but no I yeah how can they not love this? I mean, it's kind of, she's singing it as well, it's mesmerizing. Um, so that was 2010, t- kind of 2011 time. We're going back again to 2004. Um, your ninth track. Wow, it's been that long. Oh, yeah, wow. how crazy is that? So Gwen Stefani with uh, one of her. I wouldn't say biggest hits, but uh, a song that clearly means a lot to you with what you're waiting for. Can you just introduce the track and tell us a little bit about why you've chosen it? I I kind of feel now that I'm thinking about it that that there's a little bit of a theme in my list because she used to be very successful in a band called No Doubt and she was the lead singer and but then she went on to uh, work on her solo career Uh, so she's the third uh, female artist in this list um, who has done that Um, uh, you know who after being successful in a a group um, decided to go independent I guess Um, and what you're waiting for was her first um, single as Gwen Stefani so um, and she's actually singing singing also about the fact that you know there used to be a family in no doubt and now she's you know on her own and um, she's basically singing about feeling insecure about like can I make it and and people the label and everyone has so such high expectations of me but can I even be successful you know as a female artist being on my own um, and um, and she sings like tick tock, tick tock, like the time is ticking, like you need to get out there and, and just do it, what what you're waiting for. Basically she's singing to herself. I read a while back that a lot of women suffer from imposter syndrome, which means, yeah, which means that we might feel like all, all the success we have is just because we got lucky, but one day people will find out that I'm a fraud, that I'm that I'm not actually that good or you know that I actually don't deserve my success I just got lucky and I can kind of relate uh, with her in that sense Um, because even to this day I'm I feel insecure 
about my uh, songwriting abilities, for example. <laughs> and because uh, I used to, at the beginning, like Shivers, I did not write that. That uh, was written by Raz and Adrian. I just performed it as a session singer. So the first few releases I did, I didn't, uh, you know, I wasn't involved as a songwriter. But as, you know, time went by and I started to fall in love with the genre and the music, I felt a desire to become involved and have my own input in it. But it, even after like Remelia, which was uh, the first song probably, or maybe one of the first, I think the first that I completely wrote by myself, even after that track, you know, touching so many people all over the world, I just felt, yeah, I just got lucky, you know, that, that imposter syndrome feeling. So um, when I was hearing her, this track again, when I was putting together the list, I was like, wow, she's actually, now that I'm hearing it again, with this new knowledge of what the, the imposter syndrome is, I kind I all of a sudden saw that in her song that she's actually singing about that feeling as well. Like, yeah, they're gonna figure out that I can't actually do this. Yeah, that, that, do you know what? That's crazy that you, you talk about that because I think looking from the outside, people would never really expect you to be feeling like that yeah well i'm i'm just a human being <laughs> yeah but I, I i can imagine that 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 and maybe it's not something people really talk about openly about um, and it's definitely now i guess i've reached a point where i know i can do it but i still have a love-hate relationship with it whenever you know it's time to work on on a new song i kind of notice myself procrastinating and because um, I'm just afraid that I've, I've I'm not gonna come up with anything <laughs> yeah do you know do you know I, I, I suffer with that all the time so I, I really do understand it and I've looked into it um, <clears throat> many well to, to say it was about gosh I mean, I mean I produce Paul Van Dyke's radio show as you know and I even get nervous around that and then thinking have I still got it? And 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 will Paul? Will this be the show that Paul turns around? And I, I've I've been doing this show for five years now, and he's never done it. Is he going to turn around and think, "Gosh, you're not very good"? Or there's all these feelings creep in, and I I find that I have to kind of have a word with myself and just say, "Right, a bit at a time," you know. And it is that feeling of of it's of being discovered, of being found out that actually it's all been a bit of a lie. Yeah, and everyone would say. Everyone would say like you already proved yourself, you know. So, and I, I also feel like I don't think a lot of men suffer from this. I don't want to make it very black and white, but I think it's it 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 is something like women also often feel guilty about stuff, you know, um, like not being there enough for other people, and um, I don't know exactly what that is, but. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm aware that that I'm not the only one um, dealing with those insecurities, and it's not like I walk around all the time feeling like that. Um, but there, there's just these moments, I guess. I guess you can relate um, to that. But despite all of that, just keep going. <laughs> just keep doing, keep going, yeah. What tends to help me is if, if I try and look too far forward, I get very overwhelmed, I'm like, oh my God, I can't possibly do it. But if I look one step in front, I'm like, right, I can do that bit. And I take take it in, in what I call baby steps. And, and sometimes that re really helps with it. I also tell myself that, you know, baby steps. The, uh, the track in question, which we mentioned about 10 minutes ago now, is uh, your ninth selection for this week's Golden Discs. This is Gwen Stefani with What You're Waiting For. Golden Discs Special, only on Voyager Radio.
is the Golden Discs on Voyager Radio. Okay, so going back to 2004, that was Gwen Stefani with What You're Waiting For. That was the the ninth track of this week's Golden Disc selection from trans vocalist and singer-songwriter Susanna. Uh, thanks for that, Susanna. It's very different from uh, the other previous tracks um, this week. Can you just, just tell us a little bit about what you thought when you were listening back to that? When I was listening back to it, I, I also, you know, realized that she's in the song. She's singing about, you know, take a chance. You know, you have this dream, you have this desire. Just take a chance. Um, what are you waiting for? And I can relate as well to that because um, I think, you know, just for anyone, any creative uh, person trying to you know make a living out of uh, their creativity or their turn their passion into a paycheck I guess um, that takes some guts to do and I really respect any creative out there who is trying to do that because um, it's not you know the most easy way I guess um, and just like Gwen Stefani apparently had the desire to get out there and spread her own wings and do her own thing I went through that process as well um, and uh, to the, till this day I still work with Raz uh, a lot um, but at the beginning of my career you know they wrote the songs they had all the contacts so um, they kind of took the lead in which projects we were going to do um, and after a while I, I started to, to notice like yeah also feel the need to get out there and and, and develop my myself um, spread my own wings and, and do my own thing and the same again with this with my event Susanna 15 like a few years back I never would have even considered organizing an event because like oh my god no um, I, I cannot do that, you know, what if everything goes wrong and but I'm taking a chance and so far it looks like it's working out so because <laughs> um, I guess sometimes I, I do feel I don't know sometimes I just have like a desire of something I want to achieve and then even though it scares me to death I will go for it and that's basically what I'm doing right now and that's what she's singing about as well like what are you waiting for just do it <laughs> yeah absolutely right absolutely right and I think with the event that's coming up the people you know the, the, the hype that's going to be created around it the, the the event itself all the opportunities for the VIP passes people to come and meet you people to to see a side to trans music that they don't tend to see as, as well it's a it's, it's an incredible incredible um, show that you've you've got lined up and I'm very very excited to um to come along and see it myself I really am so before we um, we're going to go into the final song uh, to, to close the show but uh, could we could we just have a little bit of a, a chat about why you've chosen this song so quite appropriately it's called Cosmic Love um, and it's from 
some of my favorite if they're a band they're Florence and the Machine um, incredible vocalist um, just just tell us your thoughts on this she is yeah she like Florence is the, the lead singer um, yeah I'm also always confused is it a band or is it like is it just her you know um, but I'll just talk about her and she because I think you know I really love her music, her songs, her singing. She also has like the full-on vocal. And Cosmic Love, I don't know, there's just something about it. And there are a lot of songs of hers that I could have picked, but because of the title, I thought, you know, we're talking about the Golden Disc, so it has to be Cosmic Love. Um, because she's singing about uh, the stars, the moon, they have all been blown out. You left me in the dark, so I think that's very fitting. Just she's an amazing artist, I think, and she inspires me a lot. Um, for example, um, some of the listeners may know my track Find a Way with Photographer. And actually, um, I wrote that with Adrian. And when we went into the studio and we're kind of discussing like, what we're, are we gonna do? I played him some of Florence and the Machine songs. And like, I wanna do something with that full on powerful vocal. And I think it might even have started with Find A Way. Cause since then I've done a couple of those tracks, um, like To Another Day, Unbreakable, um, where you really have that, you know, powerful Susanna moment, I guess, like very full on vocals, which for life is kind of a struggle sometimes. Like if I have to sing all of those songs, then uh, my voice is kind of gone at the end. <laughs> but that's an example of how she actually inspired me for a very specific track. You know, it doesn't sound, other than the powerful full on vocal, it doesn't sound anything like um, uh, her songs, but uh, that's also kind of how inspiration works, I, I think. I think that's a nice example, like you can be inspired by someone without having to copy exactly what they're doing or really hearing back that influence, uh, very like one-on-one, -on -one, I guess. From going back to, well, going forward from Gwen Stefani to from 2004 to 2010 now, this is Florence and the Machine with Cosmic Love. Suzanne Chesterton's Golden Discs.
Golden Disc Special, only on Voyager Radio. That was Florence and the Machine with Cosmic Love. That was the tenth track from uh, from this week's Vol- <laughs> this week's Voyager Radio Golden Disc Special with the vocalist and singer songwriter Susanna. Thank you so much, Susanna, for coming coming onto the show and for sharing all these wonderful songs. When you know every single track that we've spoke about that, that I've listened to, I can definitely see you know a reflection of the songs in you and and kind of the person that you're putting out there that the the everything that you're trying to achieve in in dance music in your career everywhere you look the the songs that i've heard tonight are definitely reflected in in you wow that's yeah that's i it's funny that you should say that i really love that you know I, i didn't really think of it that way but i think that makes total sense you know that what inspires you also in in one way or the other translates into what you are doing yourself even though most people would probably not expect me to pick what you're waiting for by Gwen Stefani (laughs) but yeah I think um, and that's all earlier you mentioned also like this a little bit of snobism sometimes about oh this is techno I don't care about labels you know I think music is is universal and um, I like fusion and I think we should be open-minded about um, the influence of other genres on onto um, what we're doing I'm not sure if you've you've listened to many of these episodes before but we've we've got a part of the show called discoveries where I'm very lucky to have access to the world of dance music and all the genres you know what I, I download 50 gigabyte of music every single week for distorted which equates to about 3,000 songs in all genres so the, so the tracks that I pick out for the show they're not like I don't just go onto Beatport and look for the top 10 in <clears throat> in different genres it's all about just listening to songs and picking out the more the, the melodic ones and the ones that that speak to me and some some weeks we can have gosh I've even had a drum and bass track on here just because it was simply the most melodic wonderful drum and bass track I'd, I think I'd ever heard in my life and I just was like to the listeners yeah just just to the listeners you know I've got to play you this record it's absolutely sensational so it, it does cross all musical boundaries you know yeah and it's emotion at the end of the day you know like um and i i love that you're saying that because with my uh, press play radio show um i always play from like i don't know 126 sometimes lower till 140 you know it's not like oh i'm this is an uplifting show or progressive or whatever i i kind of like to just play what I loved listening to that feeling of like oh my god what you just said like oh my god you just have to hear this you know because it's so good that that's the fun part about it for, for me and uh, yeah and I really love uh, the concept you have here with the golden discs and Voyager radio it's it's a complete picture for me and um, yeah so I think uh, I'm really excited that uh, you had me on the show really honored thank you so much for taking the time out to come and speak with us about your selection Susanna it's been an absolute pleasure to have you as our first ever guest here on the Golden Discs on Voyager Radio so if you'd like to come and see Susanna live make sure you grab your tickets for Susanna 15 celebrating 15 years of her music it's happening on November the 9th in the Netherlands check out her website SusannaVocalist.com for all the details there's still a few VIP passes up for sale which include the chance to come and meet up with Susanna and some of her guests it's gonna be amazing so make sure you come along I'm Suzanne Chesterton hope you've enjoyed listening to the show this week if you missed out on last week's show so part one of Susanna's Golden Discs it's now online so you can download it through my SoundCloud or through the podcast on iTunes or Android and of course part two will be up online sometime next week for the final approach this week we are keeping in with the Voyager theme and here's a song that's on its way into infinity on the actual Voyager Space Shuttle's golden records as we speak. This is Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Have an amazing week and I'll catch you back here for a regular show same time next week. I'm Suzanne Chesterton. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Slow the engines. We're on the final approach.
This is Suzanne Chesterton's Voyager Radio.